Welcome to Phoenix Empire. This is your host, Bradley Santiago. Today with us, a very special guest, another aspiring entrepreneur like myself. Always got to love to have those on the show. Uh, fourth year psychology major, uh, student, Carmen Netta founder and host of the Immigrants Journey podcast, which is inspiring. <laughs> well, it's based on my life experience anyway. So I like to talk about what I know, I suppose. Yeah. And I love that you say, suppose, you know, like from your life perspectives. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what we do on the podcast. So I have guests on who talk about their journeys as immigrants to Ireland. Um, I've also had a few guests that have uh, immigrated to America or to the UK. But at the moment, most of my guests are in Ireland because I'm kind of like focused in the community here. Because we do have like quite a melting pot of immigrants. So they're, they're really interesting because you talk to people from everywhere. And that life, that lifestyle has been my entire lifestyle is the melting pot. I'm not, I'm from Puerto Rico. So as a Puerto Rican, I'm part of the Commonwealth, right? So from my understanding, I'm an American citizen, right? Yeah. Everything in Puerto Rico runs off the U.S. dollar, whatever. It's like the U.S. Virgin Islands. And well, anyways... I, we're all Hispanic, you know. Yes, and you speak Spanish there, don't you? Yes, I was fluent Spanish, read it and write it. I don't write it as good. I need to practice on my writing, but talking, hearing Spanish, yes. Yeah. And that's, that's the beauty of a melting pot because, and that's the beauty of our melting pot with podcasts is no matter what little niche we find to, and it's all we do. Our yep. little group, it's just our little circle, just like how me and you are going to intertwine together and create our own little circle, do whatever you want to do. And I mean, we're aspiring entrepreneurs. Let's find a way to connect. That's, that's all you have to do. What I post yep. in those videos, listen, produce, and connect. Continue to do that over and over. And, it'll, and for me, I'm telling you all my experiences. For me, that's what I learned, just like you were saying earlier my perspective, my insight on it. This is Phoenix Empire. This is your perspective, my perspective. And then we just mix it up, make a salsa. Cause I love my salsa. <laughs> and then we just, but yeah, I love that you came on the show. Um, I know we had some, some issues getting each other, what Wednesday and then time yeah. differences and just, it just worked out better to have you today. And I, I got you here today and you know, I try to do it as quick as possible because sharing that, that episode, especially, you know, I'll listen to this. I don't even remember what I said, but I know we were talking about some interesting things, but um, thank you for being here. It's much, much appreciated. You know, I always got to give you the love. I always got to give you the love because if it wasn't for you, I, I don't know, you know, and that's for every woman, every man and continue to spread the love because that's all it is here at Phoenix Empire. I know it sounds like sounds appealing but man just big thank you. you very much for having me yeah. I'm, I'm very happy to be here as well so what's up Carmen uh give us a little bit about where you're from uh give us the bio the schooling the background of what creates Carmen Netta what creates you and what creates your perspective in life that's a really big question yeah, so right um I'm, uh, I was born in Brazil. My family immigrated to the United States when I was seven years old. 
My mom was the only one that had her legal papers. Myself, my brother, and my father were all illegal. So growing up in the United States in Chicago without any papers was quite difficult. It put a big barrier in terms of what I could do. And when I was 14, my father pulled me out of primary education to be homeschooled. It didn't work out very well for me because the curriculum was based on our it was a religious curriculum, right? So my family is seven, was, no, is, was, well, half and half, whatever. Um, well, I was raised Seventh-day Adventist and my dad wanted me to have a Christian education. And so he got this curriculum for me and it didn't work out because he didn't actually follow up making sure that assignments were submitted and that the work was getting done. And so after about three months, it just kind of fell by the wayside and I did not get back into education until I was, I think, 21. So I have massive gaps in my education. I found it very difficult to do anything in the U.S. because I didn't have the green card. So I had the opportunity to move to Ireland when I was 25. I had married a Polish fella by then. And so we came to Ireland together. And as the spouse of a European Union person, I was able to get my papers here. And as I stayed here for five years, I was able to get my citizenship and enroll in university, which is quite affordable in this country. And so now I'm in my fourth year studying psychology in Ireland. Oh man, a big question before a big answer. <laughs> I condensed it so much. <laughs> yeah, and that's condensed, but I mean, like, I don't ever want you to feel phased by what I'm doing over here. I'm just writing down the key points that yeah. I hear from these answers. Because I got my questions. You gave me a summarized questionnaire. And then how can we break that down even more, you know, and continue mm. to reduce that way? But, um, but yeah, I, uh, I completely understand um, gaps in education, uh, moving from seven years old to the United States. So let's start with that. Seven years old to... Do you remember that story? Like, do you remember how, how, how do you remember that story from, let's say. There's gaps. That like, There's said, how was, how was Brazil? How was Brazil as a kid? I, I don't really remember Brazil. I remember certain instances. So like sometimes I remember going for walks with my grandfather and him showing me like little frogs and different little animals. Um, he was a dental technician, so he used to do, you know, the false teeth for people. So he yeah. used to work with this dental plaster kind of thing. And he was also a sculptor. So he used to sculpt these little animal figurines for me. And these are like my little toys. He was a lovely man. So I have a lot of fond memories of my grandfather in Brazil. I have memories of my dad's cousin in the south of Brazil in Livramento, which is just south of Porto Alegre, where I'm from. Um, so I don't really have memories of the country. I have memories with people that I spent time with there. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, showing you the little animals and stuff like that, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a rainforest in Brazil. So with it being a rainforest, like I could imagine, because I have, you speak melting pot in Ireland. I'm in the, I'm in the United States Army. That's a big melting pot. I have a, one of my good friends is Brazilian, Neri. Jow, Jow, is Jow Neri. I don't okay. know how to, so, but Jow? Jow, yeah. Jow, yeah. Okay. Jow, that's what we call him. It's just like, but he's Brazilian, but he speaks Spanish and he speaks English. So it's, 
he knows three languages. He's a really smart man. And he just gets That's cool. And, but um, he does. He's he's really sweet man. And uh, and if y'all can talk, you know how to speak Brazilian still, right? I can speak Portuguese poorly. Portuguese, I really don't have Portuguese, the vocabulary. Right, Portuguese, my bad. Brazilian. What am I talking about? It's Portuguese, Portuguese. Yeah. That's right. But no, I, I, I don't have the vocabulary in Portuguese that I do in English just because once I moved and I learned English, I didn't really make Brazilian friends while I was in the United States. And my parents wanted us to learn so they would speak in the house. My dad stayed speaking a bit of Portuguese. He would like half and half it, but mostly um, it was English. So I forgot loads. And I was never taught to read or write in Portuguese. So that's another so barrier. Are you in school in Brazil? You don't, do you no. remember that or no? No, no, I never went to school in Brazil. Okay, so I mean, was that what was that due to? What was the education? Was that just fa your father's beliefs, or was that what kind of beliefs was that based off of? Did not not sending a child to school, you know? Uh, my, like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Not saying like that, but it's in like, see, I'm from America. Like my my advantages to yours are, you know, but like, why? Did because there because yeah, like why why is that for for you? because my father didn't really value education. He had a very extreme interpretation of the religion and he was of the view that Jesus was coming, you know, next year. So there's really no point in planning for the future. Just get your moral act together, behave correctly before God, according to his interpretation, of course. And that's really the only thing that mattered to him. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, that's what happened when we start believing too much, yeah. in my opinion. That's what happens, but so, I mean. Well, I'd say that's what, well, I would say that that's what happens when there's no critical thinking involved in your thought process on a religion, when you're not comparing what you think you know to other information on the topic. And that's something that I was never exposed to until much later in my life. Yes. So I, I believe, I, I bought a lot of the things that my family passed down to me for many years. But I think the crux of it is that, the lack of critical thinking. Yeah. Um, critical thinking. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so funny to me. Like, I, it's not funny, and it's so true. You know, it's so true because people do lack these things. People, because of certain education, when you yeah. start, when you start, this is what happens when you go too much into something. This is my argument on this. Go to psychology. Do that. If you want to become a doctor, do it. But you have to remember when you start infringing on people's true will due to a belief that you have through medicine, that's when you're wrong. And I could tell you how. But I mean, same way on how your dad's beliefs with God's coming next year. He's like, we're not planning. What did he ruin? Yeah, he uh, definitely put a barrier to my and my brother's progress. And that's that's my that's my outlook on it. And I yeah. mean, you can ask me my outlook on it, and I'll I'll tell you. Like that's why I don't laugh. I I laugh out of love because that's all I want to spread. And this is no false love. This is this is real rap. Talk to anybody who I've done podcasts with throughout the throughout uh the London Road Group, and I mean I got a couple scheduled. 
you're the third one that I've done within the group. And I mean, you know what I bring and that's what I apologize for laughing. I felt, but for me, it's this, for me, it's, it's all about, you know, how we watch certain movies and everything and it's a utopia. It's perfect. Like which movies, what are you watching? <laughs> I've never seen, I've seen movies of dystopias, but not of a utopia. No, like I watched a movie called good boys where you have everything. Yes. It's like a normal life, but it teaches morals. Okay. That's, but that's what we lack as people sometimes are morals on the common courtesies that pay it forward type of aspect that we look at at the world. Well, I would disagree with you. I don't think we lack morals. I think we lack val prioritizing certain morals the same way. I was talking about this when I was discussing um, the evolution of morality with Michael Banks on his podcast. And there's a lot of work done by psychologists that show that human beings basically prioritize five values. Is that what his podcast is on? Sorry? His, his, his podcast is on the evolution of uh, morals? No, no, no. I was having, I was conversing with Michael on this topic. Michael's, because Michael's podcast is not about the evolution of morality. His podcast uh, is about that's heroic journeys. It just, I'm sorry, that sparked my interest because, because I mean, and Waze Carmen, like I love, I love what you just said because this is why I love my podcast. This is, I don't care about monetizing this. I'm gonna keep doing this for free. Like, yes, I know. Did you enjoy it? I love it. Because I'm connecting with Michael Banks uh, next week to make a podcast with him. I was like, hey, cool. man, the evolution, the evolution of morality. This is my opinion. 22-year-old Bradley Santiago from Hawaii. Like, this is what a 22-year-old thinks about it. And right. what, does, what does he study in, like, what no, 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 you're not, you're, not, you're not hearing me. His podcast is not about the evolution of psychology. I was having this conversation with okay. him based on my studies. No, 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 so no, no I was that's what I'm saying. Can I finish what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So I was talking about uh, Jonathan Haidt's work on the evolution of morality. And there's five basic principles that human beings across all cultures value. So it would be fairness, harm, liberty, authority, and sanctity. But the, there's differences between people who are conservative and liberals, whereas liberals generally um, prioritize valuing freedom, harm, um, and care for others, whereas a conservative people value more authority, sanctity, and loyalty. So they, they, the conservatives also value freedom and they also value um, care and harm, but they prioritize things that liberal people don't. So you have conflict. So we all care about these things, but we care about them at different levels. So that's why people argue about which moral principles should take priority in the way that we organize our societies. Mm -hmm. And you said that was a, Jonathan Haidt said that? Yeah. And it's a book that he has or what should yeah, it Yes. His book okay. is called the Righteous Mind. It was published in 2012. Righteous Mind? Yeah. I'll send you a link to actually his TED Talk. It's a, it's a short one. It's only 17 minutes. And he explains the whole thing really well. I mean... I think you'll enjoy it. But, but man, 
we at the I, I I feel you. I let you talk. You feel like I let you talk. Like I just like, oh damn, Carmen's telling me, are you gonna let me talk? It's all good though. I love that. <laughs> I'm 22 years old. I'm young. I still have to learn. Yes. How old are you, Carmen? If you don't mind me asking. 38. I mean, you're five years younger than my mom. You could practically be yeah. my mom. So yes, I, I so when so when you tell me can I speak? I was like, okay, my mom used to tell me that. So I don't take it out of <laughs> ever. Nothing, everything, what I tell you when I first came, everything on this show is about love. That's it. Yeah. It's about spreading no, love. No, I don't take anything in a bad way. It's just when I'm trying to get through a point, I want to get through it before it leaves my head. Because you know when like you go off on a tangent, well, when I go off on tangents, I'll lose my train of thought and I'll completely forget what I was trying to say. That kind of way. Yeah, and in a lot of ways, I have that problem where I go off on tangents, and that's why I record it because I can. My tangents are recorded, and I can just go back and listen to it and be like, "Yo, I be talking about the craziest shit." That's how my mind, <laughs> right? But yeah. that's it. Okay, so like you said, Jonathan Heights, righteous mind, and TED Talk. So I wrote down these three things that you just said, right? So yeah. on the things that you were saying that, um, so you have counterbalances in life, right? yeah yes i just i just now it's gonna be like now this is kind of like my own questionnaire through through my mm -hmm. show yes or no right this is where i and i'm just gonna just like everything else you do you gather information like you take a test gathering information we do uh, feedback surveys and everything like that it's information yeah. that we collect on how we can uh, make things better keep mm -hmm. things the same or take things away yeah counterbalances in life why do you have a a, a scale yeah. Okay. Well, I understand what Jonathan Heights was saying, right? I don't disagree with your points at all. Never okay. disagree. With, never disagree with your points. I listened to you. Did I not? Yes or no? Yes. It's fine okay. to disagree, though, if you do. It's, exactly. There's no harm. What I tell you, it's about human rights. It's not about. It's not about law. It's not about psychology. It's not about this is not about that it's about the law as humans that with my belief of god which i'm not a christian i'm, I'm just believing god and but i don't i'm not addicted to god i take god when i need him that's why i taught i told a psychologist a psychiatrist which is a phd he's, he's the one that can give medicine psychiatrist yes. told me this is this is from all of my observances. Like you remember when I was gone from the group for for a couple of days? Yeah. Well, like it was like nine days. I was in a psych ward. So think about it like this. In that entire time, I observed that entire fucking psych ward. What happened um, that you ended up there? Did you have a breakdown? No, I didn't have I had a moment of clarity. Then why so, did you need to go to the psych ward? I voluntarily went because my wife thought I was going crazy and I was just like, what? And then, so I accepted a challenge that my wife and that every, everybody that cares about me, cares about me said, and my wife cares about me. My wife's like, I start, I'm starting to figure out that it's probably like just you and your husband that like, cause nobody else is going to believe in you sometimes. And it's true. Mm -hmm. It's a fact of life. It's just the fact of life. And you chalk it up to that, that the people that you think are real to you mm -hmm. are not real to you as you think they are, you know? People, Carmen, remember, people want to see you do good. They don't want to see you do better. Carmen cannot do better because Carmen is what? Carmen is the the Brazilian 
uh, woman from the immigrant Brazilian woman with her podcast, which she's an aspiring entrepreneur, CEO of that shit. So give me one second. Somebody's trying to call me. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But this is, this is, this is where I told you, Carmen, you cannot go through the rabbit holes. What do you mean? So a rabbit hole, in my opinion, this is my opinion of a rabbit hole. So if you, that's why I said, yes. No, I know what a rabbit hole is. What do you mean? Like what, okay, in what okay. context so like going in a- in The context that I use it, the psychology. Okay, so a psychiatrist, they, they, okay, this is a story that I'm trying to paint for you. So I told him, I walked in the room, right? And it's, I was just smoking weed, chilling. Right. And what, what is weed? Okay. Well, it could cause manic episodes. It could do this. It could, through the research that psychiatrists have done through doctors, through researchers and the field of psychology, that's what they've done. That's the research that they've come up with. Well, well, Carmen, because of my belief on what I believe is true and what I believe is false does not make my reality or your reality any different right but we must understand each other you see what i'm saying are you, you get where i'm going like but this is i'm sorry i'm having difficulty following yes. your logic you were talking about rabbit holes but yes, and the just, but but that's the thing you cannot asphyxiate yourself on trying to find the point in anything because carmen look look what we created we created multiple points we just have to find a line to get there, multiple tangents on how to get to the points. You see what I'm saying? Right. I think and, so. And just like how you said, oh, well, I get a, I start talking too much. I have to get to my points. Okay, Carmen, as a grown woman, 38 years old, she's figured out in her life that she has to speak on certain things at that moment or not. She cannot. I figured out for me that I don't have to because I can just create my podcast and I can record everything I want to say that's important, that I can find the equal balance in my life and just do what I have to do on the power of just a 22-year-old. Mm -hmm. That's it. I, didn't, I don't have no psychology degree. I don't have no degree, but I have my MBA. Mm -hmm. In my mind, I got a massive bank account. As an entrepreneur, I have that shit on my laptop my questionnaire because I got I'm grateful enough that I have pen and paper I can write the fuck down this is why I told everybody connect with me because I have something you know what made me so mad what's that that people don't want to fucking listen to me because I'm a 22 year old man I don't think it's because you're 22 Bradley and why do you think it is Carmen do you tell me answer my questions for me please am I do I come on too strong no, it's not the strength of it. It's the incoherence of it. Sometimes you get very excited about what you're saying, but you're not making logical sense. Your points don't, it's, so it's difficult to follow what you're trying to do and what you're trying to say and why you're saying it. And it gets confusing. It does get confusing, but as a genius, I don't look out of one window. I look out of 500 of them. That's what Grant Cardone said. What is Grant Cardone? He's worth $300 million. But anyways, Carmen, that's our break. Um, once we get back, cool. we're going to try to keep dissecting this thing. And this is the, the expiring psychologist. And I mean, I love tests. I love experimenting. So let her figure out what's, I mean, am I crazy or am I crazy? Like they've already given me the labels of bipolar. <laughs> this. 
this is how we can help each other. This is how we help each other. Like, I'm always going to need a therapist because I'm just going to be like, you need to think rationally. But I have no choice. I have to create an office, my office space to do that. But anyways, Carmen, and we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, This is your host, Bradley Santiago, Phoenix Empire. We're back with the one and only Carmen Netta. Just give him a shout out, Carmen. What's up, guys? Yeah, yeah, that's how we do up in here. But, um, <laughs> you know, just with the questions, that'll make anybody's blood boil. And you, you feel what I'm saying, Carmen? Like, you just, yeah. ask some, you just ask the person a certain question, and they, uh, they get upset. But that's why I ask one of these questions, how reluctant are you to talk about personal slash business, rate one to ten? Not at all. Yeah, I'm not reluctant. I'm completely comfortable discussing anything. Being comfortable, being comfortable in your skin is like one of the greatest things ever. Yeah, it is. It's taken me a long time to get there. I certainly wasn't when I was your age. I am. That's fantastic. You know, and it's a great feeling. And I've done certain things and it's just like, I don't care. That's why I say, that's why I can say certain things and I don't care. I can go through everything that, uh, Cause I believe in God. So I'm spiritual, you know, I'm a spiritual, of course, everybody's a spiritual being in my opinion, but I don't get, I don't get occupied on religion. Mm-hmm. Preoccupied religion. I'm pretty sure that's one of the uh, religious preoccupied. Uh, I don't know the word, but anyway, preoccupation, preoccupation. There you go. So I need to hang out with smarter people and improve my vocabulary. But um, in what, can I ask you, in what way do you find yourself? I find the word spirituality very interesting as it means different things to different people. What does it mean to you? So, I mean, we all believe in different things, yes or no? Yeah. So, I mean, my, my spirituality is God, is like reading the Bible. I won't, I've read like many, I've heard the Bible because the Mm -hmm. Bible can be conveyed in different ways. Like they read it in church and everything like that. As a young kid growing up with my mom, she took us to church. She showed us what church was like we did. uh, We got blessed by the pastor and everything. So I'm pretty sure, I don't, I think we were, I'm pretty sure we were just Christians, like regular Christians, you know, we just believed in God and had the Bible. And it was just like a pastor trying to create something, trying to create a church to create around this certain uh, part of where I'm from. So I've always had the religious belief. I knew my 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 parents always told me God's real, whatever, you know, but they mm-hmm. never really pushed it on me. Right. So I had to find God for myself. Mm. So I found him. I mean, I can't like sometimes. How I, did you find I, God? Through my, through, certain, through a lot of ways. God is, God isn't one, what my mom used to tell me, God isn't only one thing. God is everything. But he is somebody who's way more powerful than you. He's somebody, but he creates everything. Okay. So you can't see him. You you just have to talk to him. Yeah, I have my understanding of praying, doing these certain things on being. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. How do you tell the difference between something that doesn't manifest itself in reality and something that doesn't exist? Stories explain so i mean there's there's multiple different ways like ct fletcher do you know ct fletcher's uh no i don't think so 
he died three times. He's a he's a he's a, a world renowned bodybuilder. Look him up, motivational speaker, C T Fletcher. And he died three times. He was, he had uh, uh he had to get a pacemaker done, he had to have open heart surgery. So open heart surgery, you basically die three times. Well, anyways, mm-hmm. but he actually flatlined. Okay. And he talks about his experience with Joe Rogan, which is the greatest mm-hmm. podcast of all times. Easily. It's mm-hmm. a in Ireland, I'm pretty sure Joe Rogan experiences the number one listened to podcast. Okay. What does that have to do with you finding God? I'm still, so <laughs> you went off into a tangent again. See, okay, so I was into working out, right? Yeah. And he, uh, I was watching that video of C.T. Fletcher, because I was like into working out, so you can tailor your social media. I was watching all these videos on working out, so it was like motivation, right? And he's talking mm-hmm. about how he died. And I was like, oh, shit, I seen that dude. But then he was on Joe Rogan Experience. And the podcast was like two and a half, three hours long. So like, oh, that's a, that's a good podcast. So he talks about it. And he said it, right? He said he believes in God. His parents were Bible thumpers. Uh, Southern, I think he grew up in the south of, of the United States. Resonates a lot with me, right? So when it mm-hmm. resonates with you, it sits with you, right? You believe it. It's mm-hmm. like, it hits you down to your core values. So you found God through his testimony? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And just like you can find God, you can find it through anybody's testimony. Anybody's. Okay. Because, well, no. because what are your beliefs on, on spiritual spirituality? Um, I don't really have beliefs in spirituality. I suppose I would say that I'm so a materialist. In that. Uh, you're a materialist? You want to. Yeah tell you why though why you're materialist (laughs) go ahead it's not because the women are the realest of the world because multiple rappers multiple i I would argue with you that women are the realists of the world because most religious people churchgoers are women is not men but that's the thing you said it materializes so what is material well material things things that are that materialize and reality that we can measure that we can okay. see so you said women so i'm going to write this out for you i'm going to write it out for okay. you because right? i can show you material on a whiteboard i could show you better than i can tell you because you're material right it's not a bad it's not a bad trait it's the trait that you have as a woman i don't think my gender has anything to do with it but go it ahead it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't but anatomy science it does right when you're a woman you're a woman when you're a guy you're a guy there's certain <laughs> yes things- your DNA. Yeah. Right? Yes or no? You learned anatomy. Of, of okay. course. Okay, so women, right? So we can we can do the statistics. Women go to church more. Right? Women go to church more than men. Yeah. From what you've seen. Yeah. And then women. Right? I'm sorry, I'm just writing it out so I don't get lost. So we can close the tangent so you can understand me. So if you say more women go to church, right? Mm-hmm. Because men don't, what, is it because of their gender? Men don't need to go to church or what is it? It doesn't matter. Okay. Schematics, you know what schematics are? The little things that you're going to keep questioning. It doesn't matter because I'm trying to create a point here. Mm-hmm. Right. On the same way, the the pastor, he's in church and he creates a point. Correct. So through 
Do women be a materialistic because women are women? No, no, I didn't say materialistic. Hold on, no, not material, but they want to manifest things. Women want to manifest it. Women want to see it. Women are the realest of the world. Women say, show me, my, like my wife tells me, like you would tell me, like I'd have to see it to believe it. Yeah. Women say that shit. The same way... I Hold on. It's not, I'm not misogynistic. It's you have to understand my... I didn't accuse you of that. No, no, no. No, no, no. no, no. Before anybody, anybody claims that. But look, this is... Remember, I told you, this is our show. Remember that. You're going to get good. something out of this show. I'm going to get something out of the show. It doesn't matter. But, so, back to our point, because you keep, like, you keep interrupting me, and it's going to be like, okay, now I have to get back to my point. What well, women go to church more, right? So what is, what is church? So, I mean, you take church and it's a building. Uh, it could be a place of worship. Because a church is, right? Place of worship. I mean, missionaries. Right? And different things, right? So women want to manifest that, right? So women want to manifest that. So with my imagination that my mom, my grandmother, my wife, all my ex-girlfriends, all the music I listen to, I've created my own church. Man, me, right? This is why everything is a counterba counterbalance in life, the same way you have your husband in your life, right? I don't, I'm divorced. You're divorced, okay, you had a husband, yes. for whatever reason, right? For me, as a human, it doesn't matter why you got a divorce. I don't care about that. All I care about is understanding the points, right? So, right? So women want to manifest shit that men don't have to manifest it because men manifest it, manifest it in their dreams. Just like some women have lucid dreams and like it can happen to everybody. But in some point, like there's some way if you had a kid, the mother is going to try to protect the son and treat him like a young prince. She's going to show him more from the beginning of his life to the end as opposed to the father. The father has to lead by example. So my dad, he was a heroin addict, right? I, I grew up poor too in the United States. Grew up in a shared one bedroom with my brother. Uh, shared one bedroom with two of my older brothers. I was bullied, was a bully. Everything under anything that was bad in life, I was from my point of view. It was all right. negative. So, my mom, she took the time to take me to the places that had manifested certain things in her life for her, good or bad. Right. Like they say in my vows good, bad, or indifferent. Doesn't, I don't, you want to manifest it. There's nothing you can tell me, Carmen, as a woman that I haven't already manifested on my own that could knock down my dream because this is where we fuck up. We fuck up on saying the one thing, right? Because there's a reason why Nike is just do it. Okay. Well, Dan Pena, I mean, that's my mentor. He's not my mentor, but that's who I watch on YouTube. That's who I watch. Show me yeah. your friends and I'll show you your future. I don't yes. like to hang out with anybody. You, you like Dan Pena? 
Yeah, I've seen him. He's amusing. I like him. Why do you like Dan Pena? He's very direct. He's forthright. And he's totally politically incorrect. And I find that amusing, especially in today's age. And um, I mean, in today's age, when was he born? So it's not, it's not, it doesn't matter about any of that, right? So, I mean, the accolades, me and him sit so well hand in hand together that like, if Dan Pena took me and groomed me to, to act and do, because I've already created, in my head, I've already created Phoenix Empire. I'm the CEO of my shit. This is, I am this lifeline and bloodline of this company that I'm making, Phoenix Empire. Excellent. I believe, I believe in that. I've already mm -hmm. manifested it for me. Just like Dan Pena, when he talks, he can tell the site, he can say he had a psychiatrist or psychologist shit herself and piss on herself. Mm -hmm. So that's what you do, Carmen. Like conventional wisdom, conventional wisdom is bullshit. That's what he says. I don't listen to conventional wisdom because you know, his wisdom I listen to. Mm -hmm to those entrepreneurs that are already out there that resonate with me. Brian Rose, Dan Pena. That's what I do. So Phoenix. So, let, so, so let's bring it to, so so let's bring let, it to let me, you. Let me, let me, let me give you something. Let me give you something I can manifest on our, on our level. Like, and this is, this is deal flow. Have you, if you really know Dan Pena, look up how to get the fucking money and deal flow. You want to manifest something, manifest it on there. Cause I manifested it in this book that I have for me. And then now doctors who look out at things out of fucking one window who think they're the genius in psychiatry, they think they know Bradley Santiago. That's why I tell you psychology is not bad. I venture off in it to help me. I use it for what it's for to help other people. I don't use it as a, as an addiction to keep studying for that test, keep studying. No, my mind. So what geniuses do they don't look out one window. They look out of 50 different windows at one time. And that's not a disease. That is a gift. And you know who said that? Grant Cardone. So I'm not, I'm not shunning you for being a psychologist. I just don't want you to venture off in a rabbit hole that's going to, you're going to self-succumb your life into these certain things. Because you tell me one thing, just like how you could tell me another thing and I could listen to you in another way. But you tell me a spying entrepreneur and psychology Brian Rose, engineering and entrepreneur, they engineering and entrepreneurship mesh well together because they already told me you should be an engineer. They told me that before. It's like, okay, why? You have a logical way of thinking. So when I see Brian Rose, alpha male, Dan Pena, alpha male, I was like, that makes sense. That's just so easy. So it pissed me off when somebody would like, I'm not saying you're pissing me off by no means, but I'm just saying like we all can teach something, something to each other because of just because of the anatomy of man. And there's, that's why I listen, listen to Joe Rogan experience. He's 50 years old. He's like, you think he's smart? Like, yes, he smokes weed. Yes, he does everything that's against the Bible and psychology. Right. Cause I've already smoked weed in the army. They already told me I had manic episodes when I was just like, so a preacher told me it's a miracle. A psychiatrist told me that I had a manic episode. Which one should I believe if my spiritual belief is in God? Do you get what I'm saying? Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it's almost like this is my Bible. 
it's the best way I can put it for you, Carmen. This what is, is that? What are you holding? What are you holding right now? This is symbolism. This is literature. This is anything I want it to be. No, but what is it? Literally, what is it? Okay, literally, what is it? It's a it's a genuine leather bounded it's a genuine bounded leather book that I bought uh, starting on June second. What's well, it called? It's just a book. It's called a journal, and I have a sticker on it because this is my buddy's brand. Oh, that's your own personal. You write on that. That's your journal. Is that correct? It's my journal because okay. Hill said, "Think and grow rich." He said, "The first yep. thing you want to do is write it down." Have you read that book? No. I mean, you want to manifest things. This—that's how I manifested it. Think and grow rich. So I've manifested it in my life's life. And I in what to, way? Give me an example. So when I first, so when I first moved into my, to my apartment, we had nothing in our apartment. I was like, oh fuck, this is, because as men, we take the world on our shoulders. Whether women want to see it or not, we have to understand each other as men and women to see that. Men do that as men, because men are men. Women is women. There's two different words, right? You take off the W and the O, it's still what? What is it, Carmen? Men. Obviously, yes. I'm not, I'm not, I don't ask you questions. I ask you them because it's so obvious that you just like, still, man, okay, well, in the Bible, Genesis 1, 3, 1, it said, the Bible, the Bible is so powerful, I get scared to read it. I don't like to read what's in it. It scares me. I just take it at dosage, like how the psychiatrist would give me a dosage of Risperidone or Depakote, and I hate it, but we have to take life in moderation and anything can kill you. Right. Yep. Literally anything, anything can kill you. That's something that psychiatrists, anything too much of anything can kill you. But anyways, this is like having like, this is like having the Holy grail. And I mean, it doesn't matter because to me, you know, what makes, it doesn't make me mad. It makes me more upset. It makes me more sad that, a pastor, not a pastor, a member of a church, another dude, he was a fellow soldier. He told me, and he said, the world's ending. I was like, what? This is shit that's happening. I, I don't take shit at face value. I was just like, what do you mean? And he's like, it's like, it's not, it's not ending like that. He's like, the quality of the person is ending, the morality of people. So when you, and then you look around the world, it's morality that we fucking lack. We lack leadership. We lack communism is bad. Communism is very bad. And who's whose perspective? In America or in but in some way it works for Russia. And yes, they they're a superpower, yes. But I mean, right now, in my opinion, as a US soldier, I wouldn't want to go to war with Russia. I've I've heard the numbers. I've talked about it. Like, it's not it's not that it's bad like that, but what we do is we defend our country, correct? Mm-hmm. But it's just, are you still enlisted in the army? Yeah, they they would eat our plates. So there's certain beliefs that I have that seem only you got two faces of the two faces of the coin, right? What are they? Heads or tails? And then you got the edge which is usually where it lies the truth. That's Robert Kiyosaki, entrepreneur. I've, I've taken everything and I make everything entrepreneurship 101. 
I don't, I don't want to talk about it if it's not entrepreneurship, if it's right. not mentoring, if it's not leadership. That's why I don't right. want to so, talk to people. So you were saying earlier when we were on a little break that you plan on being in the Forbes list rich under 30 by the time that you're 30. And I asked you to get granular. Tell me in small, specific details, what are you going to be doing this week, next week, next month in order to make this manifest by the time that you're 30, the next well, eight years? For the next, for the next uh, well, I have eight podcasts up after you. So 25 minus eight is 13. No, it's 12. No, I didn't see. I don't know my math that well. What is it? 25 minus eight. 25 minus eight is Jesus. My math is worse than yours. And I'm in college. 17. It's 17. Yeah. 17. Okay. So I have 17 podcasts that I have to do. And then, so with each podcast, that's, uh, that's 25 seasons that I can have. I'm going to continue to make my podcast forever because that's, mm -hmm. that's history. That I'm creating. That's my analytical data that I can use as a scientist or whatever I wanted to do. And 25, 25 fucking uh, see episodes, right? And then I'm gonna take, I'm gonna break it down even more, microing it down, and I'm gonna take all 25 of those and I'm gonna create a season for each one. So okay. the topic of immigrants journey. I'm gonna take a whole season. I'm gonna create a dedicated just for that. This mm -hmm. is back. Um, I have an idea to, to, to get in, to buy my first house and maybe the next, this is maybe the next two months, just depending on, I have to go on vacation to California. I have a wedding to attend in the next couple of weeks. Well, next week. So I might be on hold, but your podcast will be up. And then I'm going to do that, buy a house and then entrepreneur 101. So I'm having a couple of good trusted acquaintances and we're gonna we're gonna unite in our in our offices of, of Phoenix Empires, which is gonna be the first house I buy. I'm gonna create a studio. I'm gonna I found pretty simple ways to create it. Um, a studio. Um, so what are you gonna do? How are you gonna create it in a simple way? And I, I find that's interesting. Go on. I mean, we can we can talk about it on another time, but it's just I'm gonna it's just construction. I mean, literally construction. Like that's mm -hmm. what I'm gonna do, and I know how to do certain things. Like I was. I either know or I know who to find for the best right. thing for me. And I'm going to actually create an actual studio in my garage, my podcast studio. So that's like my next six month goal is to build a garage. I already have something where I can produce content and it's pretty mobile. I, that's, that's, I've, I've created flexibility for myself. So whenever I want to create a podcast, I can just take this headset, my mm -hmm. laptop, and then in my webcam and then take it in my laptop bag on the airplane and create if I have to. Like I've already thought about mobility issues. Like I'm always thinking on the move. Mm -hmm. So um, I hope I hope Brian Rose uses this. But what I want to create is a Wahoo Reel. That's multiple different ideas into one. A Wahoo Reel, just like Silicon Reel. I've already okay. created it in my head, but it's just I just have to manifest it. Just like women want to manifest things, but mm -hmm. you have to understand each other. But anybody can take that idea, but it but it's not going to be mine. Because you're you heard it here first on Phoenix Empire and Brian reached out to me because because I need to meet him. I need like I said, I need the mentorship and for my own selfish reasons. Because I know I need it. Because I'm just gonna continue to waste my life sometimes. I don't time time is one of the most valuable commodities. Because five, four, three, two, one, boom, I could be gone, Carmen. Yes, that's the ultimate reality. You yeah, life can be very short. 
It can be. But this is what I'm going to leave you with. For me, life is long and life is short. In the moment, <laughs> in the moment when you're not doing anything, like wasting your time, you're like, fuck, dude, this feels like forever. What are we doing? What am I going to do? That's how I feel. I was like, yeah. fuck, what am I doing right now? Like, I always ha- ask myself, is my self-talk? I just yeah. always ask myself, like, what am I doing right now? And then in hindsight, when you look at, back on the years, you're like, bro, years fly by and we weren't doing shit then. Why can't we be doing shit now? Yeah. And that's how life is long for me. When you look back on the years, yo, 10 years went by and we still aren't doing anything. That's how I think. <laughs> but, but yeah, I appreciate you having on the show. And so I created your intro, you create your outro. So you let them know what you got going on and you get on out of your woman. I know you got stuff to do. <laughs> you think somebody's going to make it to the end of this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah, no, I can be found in the Immigrants Journey Facebook page and also on iTunes and wherever most podcasts can be found. And if you like to listen to the episodes, you can like it and leave us a review. But thank you so much, Bradley, for having me on and having this chat. Yeah, and it doesn't stop here. This is just the beginning of the road. And then every every end is a new beginning. Remember that. That's right. But take care, Carmen. Well, Ms. Thank Nick, you so much. Be good. <laughs>